Hi guys. Thank you as always for tuning into Two Studs in a Pod. This week, we're sharing a conversation we had while on a virtual double date. Our chat took a path into a topic that we thought would be fun to share in the spirit of Pride Month. So with that being said, we apologize for some of the audio quality issues you may experience while listening, but are sure you'll enjoy the conversation. And now, without further ado, let's start the show. You are now tuned in to Two Studs in a Pod with the dynamic duo Blaze and Meech. A podcast giving you a candid glimpse into the world of super terrific Uber dykes, but you can call us studs. This week, we're throwing it back to our first time crossing the velvet rope and entering the sticky, smoke-filled sanctuary known as the Gay Club. Now let's get into it. Meech, drop the beat. week we're dropping it like it's hot and backing it up and breaking it down as we get into our first experiences in the gay club but before we take it back let's check in real quick meech what's good with you this week um this week has been another kind of emotional week with everything going on black lives matter um we made a little bit of progress with getting the officers arrested and passing that brianna's law but um you know we still got a lot more work to do um, other than that, I've been working from home this week, so it's been a little peaceful. I've been able to do some studying and uh, just catch up on a few other things. What you been up to? Um, digging that hole for this pool. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'll be doing. And um, I had to call in reinforcements, so I'll be um, having my nephews for the next week. So. Nice. Uh, dig this hole, and it's about to be an interesting adventure because Auntie B has had them, you know, by myself a few times, but for a week straight now, that's a that's a whole another story. So here we go. Thank God Auntie Nikki is here to uh, assist. Whew. And uh, with all these spikes in the um, Corona. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't look like we'll be uh, going outside, outside anytime soon. So beyond what I've been doing already, um, I'm probably just going to keep staying inside. Yeah, I think that's better. Because Florida numbers were looking crazy this week. Yes, and especially even like where I'm located at. So I'm just like, yeah, nah, I'm I'm not trying to go outside and risk it. And the number of people I've seen not wear masks while they're out is a little um, alarming. You know what I'm saying? Because there's still some shit going around. You know, like it never disappeared just because something else happened doesn't mean that that stopped. So, um, well, before we get too deep into it, let's welcome in some familiar faces to the podcast and our biggest supporters, Edie and Nikki. Please give people a hello and let us know how you've been doing. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> you know we have a sound effect for that, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you hate on my little like, sound effects? Hello, it's Nikki. Had a rough week though. Stress. That's a lot of stress. 
with Black Lives Matter and then working for a company who did zero craps about anybody's life and having a code switch all day, 10, 12 hours a day is a lot. So I I don't know. I don't even think I can stop using my work voice now. Like I, <laughs> they have us working so much. I still haven't come on to that yet. I put that work attitude away sometimes. <laughs> and a meditation going, got some deep breathing for 10 minutes, me and Dr. Chelsea, um, on the Peloton meditation tip. I think you were laughing at me because of the song choices she chose. I just thought it was random to hear uh, what this voice sing. Um, it's very uplifting. <laughs> after I've been hearing all this juice, juice and all that, like, suddenly, <laughs> suddenly I'm hearing this, and I'm like, what? what? Yes, I bet it was very nice and peaceful and got a lot of deep breathing in and just trying to reconnect with myself. So that was good for the day. Oh, I survived another week. Um, you know, New York is on phase two now. So we're about 75% capacity with seeing patients. So it's getting busier. It's getting a little bit scarier, but yeah. People wear a mask when they come. Do you guys require you guys require masks still? Oh yeah, definitely. Everybody has to be screened before coming in. You screen on the phone, confirmation before they even step foot into the office. Everybody, everybody gets screened, even if they come with a guest. Even they get screened. No, no pass and go. <laughs> but other than that, it's been good. I was part of a little protest not too long ago. All right, Actually, I, was, right. I was driving. I was driving, and I didn't realize people were, were going to be protesting. Oh. <laughs> and I was in it. I was in it. I got my mirror taken out a little bit, but you know. Damn. Okay. It's all good for the cause. I mean, like, were they purposely being aggressive towards you, or you just got no, no, no. They they were riding bikes. They were they were oh. protesting on bikes. They, so. The, the person that was coming back up to kind of like direct everybody, uh, I think he shoulder bumped my mirror uh, and just kept going. <laughs> but I fixed it. I fixed it. I, I was in there anyway, not going anywhere. So <laughs> just got out the car and fixed it. It's all good. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's all for the cause. What's one mirror? Right. Uh, considering, you know, what they're, what they're doing it for in the first place. So. Yeah, it was a beautiful thing. Yeah. So you can say you were part of the protest, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I was there, that's what I was telling my Yeah, I was there. Very proud of people. Everybody had their mask on. Everybody was protecting themselves as best as they could for it to be a large crowd. It was really long. It was cool, though. That's, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome to see keep, and that they keep doing it, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't just a one-time thing. Something small happened, and then People are just like, oh, all right. You know, people are sticking with it and sticking to it. So that's what's going to get real change to happen. If they don't donating their bail money, if you can. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because, I mean, some of us can't go out there, right. you know. But I can give a couple dollars to bail some people out. Right, but if you have the, you can do it, then I got you. At least I can try to help a little bit. 
Well, now that we're all caught up in loop, let's get to our first thing this week. Seeing as how it looks like we're going to be inside a little longer, we thought it would be a good time for three feet. This is the segment of our show where we like to share new friends, podcasts, books, shows, a member of the new enemy, found to keep us entertained. Uh, Meech, what has been helping to distract you outside world right now? Um, I've actually was watching this novella. <laughs> yeah, because I, I used to watch the American version of the show called Queen of the South. Oh, yeah, 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 so, yeah, I love that show, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I heard, like, you know, I always saw the commercials for the um, novella version. version. Yeah, so it's called La Reina de, de Sur. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> 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 yeah. So it's... Does it, does it, um... Continue that. Do you know what this season? I just finished the last episode of this current season on Netflix. Of the American version? Yeah, the American version. Yeah. You know, the Spanish version is ahead of the American version? Oh, yeah, it's way ahead. I think um, I finished actually two seasons, and it's like 60 episodes each, bro. Damn, but it's it's way different than the American version. Oh, okay. Like it's okay. more detailed, and then you know it's a novella, so they stretch it out. Right, right. But, so, but it was good. It was good. I like the characters. I like the characters better in the novella, but I like the actors better in the American version. So I watched that, and then um, I actually just came upon a book um that I'm reading called um. Black Like Us, and it's um it's about like gay, lesbian, um, African American fiction. So they're trying to tie into like for the last century. So you know a lot of authors or a lot of poems and things that we didn't know were written by gay or lesbian authors. Okay. Or if they had some gay or lesbian um connotation to them, they address them in this book. So. Yeah, so I'm only like halfway through it, but it's pretty, sh- you know, it's a short read. So I'll, I'll have like, you know, I'll put it on my IG so you guys could check it out if you want. Oh, yeah, that's not but um, yeah, that's been keeping me busy. I don't know what, what you've been up to. Uh, well, I've been having a lot of free time lately. So <laughs> other than just digging away, I have been um, watching a lot of Prime and Netflix. Like I said, I, was, I just finished cleaning this out. Um, I was waiting for it because I, I think it comes on regular TV, but I don't, I can't like consume. That's one show that I can't consume like that. Like I need to see it all, right, in, in one shot. So, um, so I just finished that. Um, earlier I watched uh, The Aggressive on Prime, which is about like AGs in New York. It's old, it's super old, and I think I, I think I watched it before, but yeah, it's just like talks about um. It follows some stuff. Well, I don't follow stuff. They call themselves AGs. It follows them around and um, shows their life and stuff like that. Um, I follow their Instagram, and they say that they're coming out with a part two, like a follow up. So I'm interested to see what happens to some of those storylines and things like that. Um, so I've been watching that. I also watch Feel Good on Netflix, which is um, those are white stuff. I mean, I would follow stuff. It was a white masculine. Per- series, like a comedian. I don't know how I would describe her, but she she was like fluid, you know what I'm saying? Like she wasn't like one particular um, butch or film. She was like more. But I mean, that was, that was, that was alright. I was watching a lot of gay shit because, you know, Friday morning, we were watching a lot of gay shit. 
because we watched um, the half of it, which was from a um, an Asian perspective, and um, so that one was cool. Look, it was it seemed like it would be a little too young yeah. initially, but when you watch it and you just see the story and you're gay, you kind of feel the, the like. Be, remember being in high school, at least for me. I mean, maybe it was different for you, but I was out in high school. You know what I'm saying? So I just it was a different kind of connection. I don't know, it was a thing, like, whatever. And then also, we watched um, Transformer, which is about a powerlifter, a male powerlifter, oh, who turned, transitioned into a woman. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Award-winning. Yeah. Like, macho. Cover, muscle, and fitness. Whoa, like a mother. Yes, like, and, um, trans. Was that a movie or a show? It's a documentary on Netflix. Oh, okay. And Netflix has a special section right now for Prime Month, so Mm -hmm. it was one of those. It was on there. It's been working for me, Yeah. I'm telling you, we're watching all this gay shit because it's Prime Month, so. It could be extra gay because you can't really go to right now. <laughs> so yeah, to catch up. And we watched uh, Hollywood a while ago, but that's game as well. I don't know if you watched it. It's like a limited series or a series, but that was just good. All right. Now let's get into the nitty gritty with our weekly segment known as Stoop Peas. Peas is a part of our show where we get into the topic of week. And, well, as they say, there's a first time for everything. And no two people's first time is exactly the right which is why this week, as we continue to celebrate Prime, we are getting into our first game club experience. This week and I have such gentlemen. We will let the ladies eat. <laughs> you go ahead and get us started. My first time, where was I? I think it was in Virginia. And I didn't know I was going to a gay club. And I believe, I believe I was about. 23-ish? I don't know. There weren't too many gay clubs that I knew of in Texas where I was stationed at early in my early years, my rock star years. So I went to a lot of straight clubs. So when I got to Virginia, um, I have, you know, developed a friendship. He later became my best friend, David, and he told me, let's go out. So (laughs) I go out but he didn't tell me where we were going. I thought we were just going to some regular club in Richmond. And it turned out to be a gay club. And it was a hood one, too. So it was, you know. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Did he know? Did he know? Was, was, was it a surprise to him, too? Or he knew what was up? No, he knew. This was oh, his spot. Oh, oh, oh. He definitely knew. Okay. He just wanted me to come along because he didn't want to be by himself this time. And what was it like? Was it like? Was there a lot of people in there or? It was actually, it was kind of a quiet night, I think. I think we went on like a Thursday. So it, the crowd was decent from what I remember, but it was good. We had a lot of fun. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I definitely liked the mix of people there and I had fun. You know, even though it wasn't a lot of people, we, we made it fun and I had a lot of fun that night. So. My first time in the gay club was great. <laughs> Nikki, your first time in the gay club? Wow. So, 
I had, or I was working at a uh, telemarketing company in South Florida, and I had made a lot of interesting friends and just started hanging out with them and kind of started realizing, oh, okay, all of us are good. <laughs> it's like we gravitated toward each other. Uh, a couple were just kind of curious, and I had never been. We're all, to... we're all women. Okay. We're all women. Okay. All women. Um, like I know we know a lot of the same people at this time, but they were not with us. Um, so, uh, a lot. All of us were fem fem women. Uh, with the exception of one of the girls' girlfriends, who was um, more androgynous, if you will, but not enough to look feminine in feminine clothes. Okay. It wasn't that hard look. So this was, we were like, they were like, okay, we're going to take you to the club because they thought it would be funny. Yeah, you to take me. <laughs> Little did you know. <laughs> So, no, I had never been to one. This was completely out of my element. I had been to a gay male club before, but not to a lesbian, a predominantly lesbian club before. And I had never really been out to a true club in South Florida either at that time. Oh, Lord. Yeah, <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot going on at one time. So, I show up and they're like, wow, you are overdressed. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> I'm thinking we're going to a club. I'm used to going to clubs in Atlanta. I'm used to going to clubs. You know, you go out, you nice, you dress nice and everything. And uh, they're like, okay, let's do this. Let's go. You know, we're pre gaming. And we pull up in Davie, Florida, into the parking lot of Jake. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> There was a lot of, I wasn't You gotta give you gotta give the people an idea of what Jay's is though, because we know Jay's. Oh, the people wow. don't know Jay's. I'm not gonna say that it's a hole in the wall because being from the south, I know what like a, a just joint is, like a shack. But this is in a strip mall, if you will, like an old strip mall. <laughs> it's not a strip mall, you would be like, Hey, let's go in here and look around. Not at all like that right like i don't know it was more like a like a like a big lot or something parking lot i couldn't remember what was there, there. Was a oh that was a library yes oh <laughs> shit yo i never knew that i never knew that, was a, that okay i never knew there was a library i don't even know that because like i mean like one of my first times was going to the gay club was days and i was with my homegirl and she was straight, but we just started going to Anyway, going to Jay's for the first time, we tried to find the club, and we were, like, looking at a library. They're like, why the fuck are we looking at a library right now? Because we're trying to get into this club. And then, lo and behold, if you just angle to the right and look closer to the street, there it is. It's right there. <laughs> I never knew that. I didn't know what that was. Yeah, for real. But, All right, so they, I think we got a little bit of an idea. <laughs> yeah, so we park, we pull up, we get out of the car. Um, my friends were real cool. They were like, you know, you're real green. So they just kind of stayed around me, you know, encapsulated me, if you will. 
Um, but I don't know what I thought lesbians would look like in my you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Like, like I'm looking at fem girls, lipstick lesbians, whatever the names you want to call them there, and I was used to like a soft butch, if you will. Androgynous, you know, but in South Florida, like when they aggressive girl, dud girl, man, some of them have like mustaches and beards, gold teeth, those long, just poppy dreadlocks, like or locks. It was just they I didn't expect that. I don't know what this I don't know. I don't know how to put that. So in my mind it was just like watching one of those Netflix specials that I like like a documentary if you will and um so we go in the music sounds good i mean i was having a good time and then the drinks start coming and i think that's where i met my bartender that i like my first bartender but going in there it was a when i walked in i just saw so many different things at once and i think my eyes got really big because i was just like it's ratchet but i like it Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can do this. I'm like, it was it was such a good time. Um and you know I love my little gay boys. I love my gay boys. So you know I'm in there dancing and I just I don't know how to explain it. I just had a good time. I had the best time ever. And I just remember my friends were like keeping people from talking to me because they were like finding out, huh? (laughs) So they weren't your friends, they were trying to protect you from the rest of the vultures yeah that's it that's what themselves telling me like you know this person (laughs) they were claiming you that's what it was yeah like you don't want to talk to her she's really a predator she's coming over here because you're new she hasn't seen you before (laughs) but they were like you know she's been wearing that same suit jacket for like 10 15 years (laughs) i don't know her name because if I say it and you're from South Florida, you know who she is. But um <laughs> <laughs> it's like you it's a pack of them, but you just you know who they are because they uh life has evolved and they like to throw parties and all hang out. The older crew, you know, I think now they're all in their fifties. Yeah, probably. You think all the time friends, but you know they're just straight predators. Still predators. Still predators. Uh, <laughs> My first time was obviously out in Miami. Um, okay, so technically my first time was when I came out there to see Miami for vacation when I decided to move. And my cousin and her girlfriend took me to New Moon. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is cool. You know, it's it's a little bar spot. There's a mix of people. I didn't really see too many people my flavor there. Right. Um, and that, you know, I could identify with. There was, I don't think that night there was anybody there. But it was just dope, you know. Like, it had that juice, juice music and a little bit of hip-hop. Um, the drinks were good. I liked it because, you know, we could go in and out. But, um, yeah, it was cool. It was just, it was a vibe. But... The next club, I'm gonna talk about my second time because this is the the better story. story. Yeah, it was at Cloud Nine, which is another. (laughs) Yeah, so it's totally different. Um, Cloud Nine is a hood club. Yeah. Um, After Club the Jays, the original hood club. Yeah, it's yeah. If Jays was bad, then you know, Cloud Nine is ratchet. But that was the spot. They all, they played all the good music there, like everything hip hop. Get reggae, you get even a little bit of um Spanish music in there. The everything would be bumping. Um, so the first time I went there, I actually went with uh one of my homegirls who used to play basketball, and it was me and her, and then a bunch of her basketball friends came to town. So we went with them. So it's like me, this little person with all these big-ass basketball players that are like 5'10 and better. So, you know, we had a lot of attention on us. Um, but it was dope. Like, it was fun. We were vibing. Like, this was their first time in a club like that, too, you know, because they're from all over the world, California, you know, wherever, Spain. Like, people was from everywhere. So it was just a vibe. And, like, we had, like, all eyes on us, but it was dope because the music and everybody's in there smoking weed, smoking blacks, getting lit. I think they might have even had like a a stripper or a dancer come out on that little pole (laughs) that's in the middle of the dance floor. Yeah, so it was was dope. (laughs) Yo, it was vibe. It was definitely a vibe. Yeah, I mean, I remember my exact first time because I I remember times getting in when I wasn't supposed to be able to get in because I was thinking in club with the guy. You remember your first club? You were trying to think like, like, oh my gosh, I'm home with my my rainbow family. No, because I've been I was just with like around. I did a lot of gay shit like even outside of the club. So like I'm moving around gay people a lot and um. I don't think you grew up in and doing um, you know, gay straight alliances and shit like that. So but I do remember sneaking in to Jay's for the first time on Black Night. Now see that was the thing, like I I do remember my first black night experience at club because I used to go during the week for my homie because my homie would slide me in. You know what I'm saying? So I could get in and it wasn't nothing, but I could like dance a little bit some nights better than others. But my first experience getting into the club on Black Night. Now that, or Hip Hop Night, or whatever you want to call it, it was number Black Night. Now that was a thing. And I couldn't wait to get in there. And that shit was a Friday night, and the shit used to be so thick, the line would be all the way down to the fucking library. Okay. And I got in with my homegirl's ID that I used to work with. Now, I'm what, 5'10, right? She is like 5'2. Girl, girl, 
she had cornrows and everything in this ID picture, all this shit. Like, it was not me. Me and her don't look nothing alike. There's no way, shape, or form. And I just, I was like, I gotta get in this club. And her ID said that I was old enough to get in the club. <laughs> I used it. Yo, they, the lot was so long that they actually decided to start having the cop who was at the front door start checking oh, ID. So I'm like, oh shit, I'm not gonna be able to get in. Like, I'm sweating. I don't remember this whole ID. But here I am, 5'10, this ID say I'm 5'2. She obviously is not me. But he looks at the ID and look at me, and I'm like, sir, that was in my girly days. <laughs> and he looked at me and he goes, he's like, here, he gives me the high feedback and lets me know. When I walked in then, that first night, that's when I was like, oh, like I'm home, like where I'm supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? Right. To be at all these kind of clubs. That, and I think the only other time I ever had that feeling was I went to this warehouse club. Uh, no, twice. Two warehouse clubs, full of girls, everywhere. One in Atlanta and one in um for Sweet Heat in Miami. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah. So my first time during Black Night. Now that was it, hip hop night, whatever you want to call it. That was my most memorable experience. Big experience. That's how maybe it's time for what we like to call too many peas in the pod. This is the part of the show where we like to answer a few questions we've received from our listeners or have found browsing through the internet. This week, we've got another question from the internet, and it goes a little something like this. Question? How do you handle dating someone who is still in the closet? Hmm. That's tough. I've never dated a closeted person. But it sounds annoying. It is. I, I was dealing with somebody who was still in the closet to pretty much everybody and it's um it sucks because it makes you feel like you have to be back in the closet like I was around her whole family all the time and like it's like I feel like everybody knows because I'm a stud mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean because like, you can't hide it right because yeah that little stud friend that's you're, you're always hanging out with I'm sure that when you guys go into her, your room you know nothing's happening like come on you know Right, right. But it was annoying because I couldn't be comfortable. And I, you know, I don't know. You know, like, once I came out, I'm like, you can't shove me back in the closet. Like, I, it's uncomfortable. I don't want to live like that. So it was tough. It It's a lot of work, though, you know, especially if the person's family is not okay with that lifestyle. Um, you got to kind of help, you know, like, I feel like you got to kind of help your partner or the person you're dating if that's something you want to pursue in the long run, deal with it and and come out eventually. But if they're just planning on living like that forever, I wouldn't recommend it because that's no way to live. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, I don't know if I did closeted people per se. Maybe they, like, I was the only girl I ever been with type of deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were straight and. They were messing with, still messing with me, but um, I mean, I don't know if that made them closet. They were still out, like we would be out and about and doing things like that. So it's not like they try to hide it. Um, you know, even around their kids and stuff. So that that is what it is. So I don't know, but and how would handle? I don't know. I think I guess it would be annoying, you know, like you said, because 
I'm out, you know, like I can't hide it either. And even if I could, like, you know, Nikki or Evie, then I, I don't know that it, it would still not be annoying to me to deal with somebody's closet, especially since I've been out for so long. Right, right. It's hard to not be you. Right. Like, how do I suppress all these? Right. How do I suppress how I walk and right, how do I right. throw my hair and when I get my lineup and right. so. I'm not I'm always gonna be in basketball shorts, so you know what I mean? Like <laughs> crazy. As always, shout out to our fellow podcasters in the Pod All the Time Podcast Network and shout out to Nickers Knee Therapy for having us on their live virtual chat event to celebrate Pride Month. We had a blast. You can view the recording of our chat with them right now on their IGTV. Be sure to follow them, too, at NN underscore therapy on IG, and they're doing some great stuff related to mental health. Thank you again for joining us, Nikki and Edie. It was fun. We love you guys for always being down to get in on this good time. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to end the show here. Find us on IG and Twitter at Two Studs in a Pod for a behind-the-scenes look at life beyond the pod. Follow Meech on IG at the Homie Meech and on Twitter at Homie Meech. And myself at its.me.blaze on IG and it's me blaze2 on Twitter. You can always hit us up at two studs in a pod at gmail.com. That's T-W-O studs in a pod at gmail.com. We're always working on ways to improve the show for you guys, so all feedback is welcome. Also, please like, subscribe, follow, tell a friend about the podcast. All of our growth is thanks to you guys, our listeners. Maybe we need a name for you guys, like our own beehive or our navy. Hmm. I don't know. Let us know what you think. Anyway, Two Studs in a Pod is streaming on major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Public, and Overcast. Gratitude is always the attitude, so we want to say thank you for lending us your ear. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>